Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. So, Claudia, are you avoiding success without knowing it? I do. I avoid success quite often, actually. Well, then this podcast series is for you. (laughs) We've been talking, for those who are joining us this week for the first time, we've been talking about avoiding success, and we're trying to talk about the types of fears that hold us back from taking promotions, from taking the next step in our careers, from, you know, being better at what we do. We're ready to be better, and then when the opportunity comes along, we um, shrink back. And last week, we talked about the fear of failure and the fear that we may not be good enough, which it may incidentally be very hard for us to admit to ourselves. And today we're talking about, I think, which is probably one that is easy to admit, the fear of blame. Oh, my gosh. Yes. The fear of when you're the boss that you're going to be held responsible for something that you don't have any control over. Again, you know, we're talking about realities that people in leadership face, that there's a lot of things going on and you can't control everything. You don't get to, you know, have say so, so that you can orchestrate everything exactly, you know, the way you want and then have everything flow out of that exactly the way you intend. It's a lot of stuff that's outside our control in our bad economy. For one, you know, there's a lot outside of our control. So, but... What we want to look at is why that holds us back, that we're going to be held responsible for something. We're going to be blamed. You didn't take action in time. You didn't see it coming. You should have seen it. So that the people accusing us will be doing so from a vantage point after the fact with 2020 hindsight. And we, you know, in the midst of it, in the actual leadership position, had, you know, we're thinking and making decisions without perfect information. And that might, you know, that might backfire on us. Well, and it's, it's so interesting because this is what we do to each other. We, our cultural perception is we hold bosses accountable and responsible for things. Um, and, you know, for things that are complicated mm-hmm. and we hold, you know, a sort of vision of what we want that perfect leader boss to look like. And they fall short almost all the time for most of us. And so, then we think we're going, I mean, that's exactly going to transfer to us, right? We don't often see that decisions are nuanced and that blame may or may not be there, but uh, it is not always the most productive thing just to blame. So for example, your predecessor in response to the budget cutback eliminated two positions that you think are key. Now that person is resigning and moving on to a different position and you're offered his position but he has created a situation that, you know, doomed the department. Two key roles aren't there anymore. Now you're going to be the leader who has to make all that work without that. And you're going to be the one who's going to get the blame for that being an unworkable situation, even though the person who designed it and created it is gone. And you don't want to be the person to get the blame because you would have, if you were in the position at that time, done it differently. And so you don't want to take the position. You don't want to get yourself in this untenable situation where someone else's decisions, you know, the fallout is going to happen on your watch. So you say no thank you to it. So that's an example of where the fear of being blamed, um, you know, keeps you out of the promotion, keeps you out of the career advancement that you're actually ready for. Now, it's unfortunate. It is sad that the promotion is happening at a time where the position and the situation is is far weaker than it would have been if it happened a year ago. And shed a couple tears about that. That is sad and tragic. I'm sorry that's your situation. But 
to avoid the whole thing, to stay away from it. No, you go toward it. You just, you know, you go into this more difficult, complicated situation, and that becomes your set of problems. But you see what I mean by how, you know, the fear of being blamed for what went before on your watch results in some people saying, well, I don't want to accept the watch. Well, it's interesting that there's so much self-protection in this area. And mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I really, um, I feel like I keep repeating myself, but I think it really comes from this sort of false perception of what leadership is mm-hmm. that our culture has, that we do in the workplace, that we expect it. It's very interesting that we just sort of hold leadership on this pedestal, our boss on a pedestal. And that's not to say that we shouldn't expect good things from people who lead us or people to lead us well. But we really hold ourselves back from a lot of things because we don't want to be a person in a tough situation. Yeah, if the only scenario that's available to you and your, set, your decisions or a leader's set of decisions is that it all goes well and everything gets validated with you know, concrete, successful results, and you know, that's unrealistic. That's not, that doesn't happen to anybody. That's, that's not out there, period. So how that got into our cultural psyche, that it's, you know... That performance is getting it all right all the time um, is crazy, and it's driving us crazy. We talk about our fears. We're we're talking about a real, tangible situation. How do you move beyond that? What's an alternative? Because chances are there there is going to be a certain amount of blame to you. But what's an alternative of way of looking at it? You know, you're in a position that's hard. Things have been done that you would normally, have to, you know, you would not have made a decision like that. It definitely affects negatively. Uh, on, let's say, the performance of a job. How do you get yourself out of thinking just about that? I think you have to do is you have to change your personal vocabulary from what is the right thing to do and what's the best position to thinking in terms of why I'm ready for leadership is that I'm ready for challenge. Okay, I'm gonna, I, Let's make that our magic word for want of a way to talk about it. So instead of a disaster, instead of a horrible situation, even though those may be accurate, we need a challenge. So we want to say, that's our challenge. I wish that wasn't my challenge. I wish I had my predecessor's challenge and didn't got it before he or she messed it up, but I don't. So my challenge is there's missing key positions, there's not enough money, um, there's, there's lack of trust and you know, trust broken among the team. But that's my positive word. That's a very positive word for people who are ready for promotion, ready for responsibility, ready for management, is you're ready for the messy situation. And this is your messy situation. So that, if, that, if you can come to terms with that, my messy situation is different than I would have preferred, but it is my challenge, then you, then, um, <laughs> you may not run toward it with arms open wide, but you can in still go field. toward it rather than staying where you are in the you know, um, task-defined role that is, currently, is either boring you or you need to grow beyond. I mean, that's your alternative. Your alternative is, is a different form of dying. So why not go into battle, so to speak, and, and die on your sword trying than staying safe at home and die because you didn't take the risk of fighting for what you wanted? Well, I just think... Being in charge, getting to make those decisions is invaluable. I mean, maybe there are ways that you think you could have done a better job. I mean, that does happen. And now you get to do it. And you're denying yourself that 
Exactly. You're denying yourself the learning. Since you don't see the way forward, it's, it feels impossible and that your predecessor ruined it for you. But that's just what you're learning. That's your learning engine. So you don't know what to do. So you're going to need to get in there and figure it out. Rally your team around you. You know, draw on everyone's expertise. You know, you're going to have to be yourself and bring how you solve problems and bring people to the table into it. And there isn't an answer. That's what you, you know, that's your management challenge. And as stressful as that is, that's a positive form of stress. That is a professionally energizing form of stress. Be engaged. It's a form of being alive. You're engaged with the issues and trying to figure them out and believing in other people. All that involves all of you, and you are going to love that a thousand times more than the relative safety of your current role. And again, we're not saying you know management's for everyone. We're talking to the people who are uh, uh, who want it, who feel qualified and ready for it, and yet somehow keep stepping back when the opportunity presents itself. Well, this certainly is interesting because I think the hardest thing will be admitting these things to yourself. I think it's easier to deal with the excuses, which is why I like that we're pointing out some excuses because you can filter that way. I'm glad you said that that way because really the, the wisdom behind what we're talking about has to do with a shift in what the strong person looks like. And what we're saying, the strong person does not look like competence and having it all together. A strong person looks like honesty and being attentive and aware. And so it takes a strong person to say, ooh, that's arousing some nervousness or some fear in me. Let me think about why that is and where there's validity in it and where I need to press on. That's the new definition of strength we want to bring to management so that these things can be on, out on the table, whether they reflect well on us or not, we're strong enough to know that we're better off with them out on the table and dealing with them than we are masking over them and pretending to be someone we're not. Well, next week we'll be talking about the fear of harm. Ooh, ouch. We might be used. Yes, that's right. And I think this is definitely where, you know, a lot of us have been burned even in small positions. It's hard <laughs> to imagine actually that happening just when we're sort of in charge. So join us next week and feel free to comment on the blog. If any thoughts that you might have it or any anger you need to vent, uh, we're always there for you in that capacity too. We're at boldenterprises.com and we'll see you next week. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production. 